Welcome to Retirement Key Radio with Abe Abish. So, I had to buy a car this past week. All right. Because I had a situation where, long story short, the head gasket blew. It was a whole oh, thing. Boy. Oh, no. I haven't bought a car since 2013. I'm one of those people. My dad raised me. You drive a car as long as you can. You just, I like it. That's, yep. that's the mentality of the house that I was raised in. Yep. yep. And since 2013, something has happened to the price tags on cars in this <laughs> United States of Absolutely. America, Abe. I do not know what the heck is going on. My husband and I were shopping for cars, and I'm telling you, I'll look at used cars, but just the basic American-made SUV. We were looking at one of those. I'm not going to say the name, Mm -hmm. but I'm telling you, baseline started at $60,000 and went all the way up to $85,000. I looked at my husband and I said, if we spend $85,000 on a car, we better be leaving with a Porsche convertible. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We ended up, we found a great little SUV, but it's used. It has 35,000 miles on it. It's a 2018, $42,000. Wow. I mean, still not cheap. It's still not cheap. cheap. Still not cheap. And that was actually cheap. The baseline SUV, I've always driven SUVs. That's what Mm -hmm. I like. But when I bought the car in 2013, you could find yourself a nice little SUV for what? $30,000, $40,000. Now that's a used car. I hope that car treats you well, Heather. Listen to me, friend. You will hear about it if it doesn't. That will be a whole other level of hysterical blonde lady. And congratulations. Congratulations to you on the new car. Thank you. You should congratulate Mm -hmm. the car dealership because the other one getting the check. (laughs) (laughs) But this is uh, this is that thing called inflation that we've been Mm -hmm. hearing a lot Mm -hmm. more about. Is that is that correct? My assumption. Absolutely. Of what we have seen happening with price tags. And I was doing the math on it. That was just eight years ago that I bought what mm-hmm. I felt was a reasonably priced car. Now, you think about 20, 30, 40 years of retirement. If you need to get a new car on down the road, how much is it going to cost for us just to buy a basic SUV in the year 2050? I don't even want to think about it. But fortunately, there are professionals in the world doing this, worrying and thinking about these things. It's one job of the economist to tell us in general terms, what the financial markets might do. But every so often, these economists are caught completely off guard by an unpredictable event that can have severe consequences. They call these black swan events. You've probably heard the term because of their rarity. So hedge fund manager Bill Ackman, he was telling the Interactive Investor website that we could be in the early stages of one of those events right now. I think one of the black swan type risks for markets is a real spike in inflation that's not just a three-month spike, that's more sustained, uh, and also you know, meaningfully higher interest rates. And I think those could be countervailing stock market forces. So in addition to increasing our expenses, inflation can also damage our retirement investments. Is there mm-hmm. anything that we can do now to protect ourselves? Yeah, absolutely, Heather. You know, think about it. 15, 20 years from now, those cars are going to cost even more. Uh-huh. That car that you just bought, you know, for X price is going to cost more 10, 15, 20 years from now. So yeah. there are things we can do and we want to have a portfolio that adjusts for inflation. We want to have a written retirement income plan, an income generating plan that also keeps up with inflation so that when you're 80 and 90, the income coming in is still enough to pay the bills. But inflation, man, a big buzzword lately, and we need to pay attention to it, right? And so inflation in April rose 4.2% higher than last April of 2020. That's the biggest increase, Heather, since 2008 Mm. in terms of inflation. So it is real. And the recent downturns we've been seeing in the markets are as headlines read, due to inflation, 
Let's talk about what inflation is. Okay. It's the rise in the price of goods and services. Okay. It can be caused by too much money chasing too few goods, but it can also be caused when the demand for goods and services outpaces the supply, mm-hmm. such as when a supply chain fails or is disrupted due to an economic shutdown due to a pandemic. We just saw the Got whole it. oil, you know, issues here the last couple of weeks. Yep. We also saw some Chick-fil-A news. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't. But yeah, recent news regarding Chick-fil-A having to limit the sauce packets given to customers. We found that very interesting. No, there was not a massive shutdown on the East Coast Chick-fil-A sauce pipeline. (laughs) Rather, there was a supply chain problem. Really? This is all due to inflation. So what can we do as pre-retirees and retirees to protect and hedge against inflation? We need to have a portfolio put together that can do just that. So we had a couple call in. They called into the show and the gentleman is 72 and the wife is 70. Mm -hmm. They are retired. Mm -hmm. They live in Fairfax Station, Virginia. They're a seven out of 10 in terms of risk. So 70% of their portfolio is in growth-focused stuff, and 30% of their portfolio is in fixed income and safer stuff. Okay. 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 So his main concern, their main concern when they came in was inflation. Okay. And they want to discuss a plan in portfolios that could be able to hedge against inflation. So we did just that. They have about $1.6 million saved. What we noticed when they came in, because they didn't want to take on too much risk, is that half of that $1.6 million, almost half of it, was in a stable value fund. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about those funds, you know, they're not good or bad, but a stable value fund is just that. It's typically stable. And it doesn't earn a lot, but it also doesn't lose a lot. Okay. We found out that it's earning about 1%. But if you've got too much money in that fund, you're definitely not keeping up with inflation. inflation. Got right? it. Yeah. If you're earning one, and last month inflation was up at 4.2, mm-hmm. and maybe long term it's in between 2 to 3%, we are not keeping up with inflation because we're being too safe. Okay. So he was looking for alternatives to his stable value fund. In other words, a cash or money market position inside his IRAs and 401ks. So what was the solution for them? We helped get that stable value fund money off of the sidelines, working a lot harder for them, where they have layers of protection Uh around their investments. They're not going to lose much money, if any money at all, on those stable value funds when we took over for them. However, we're going to be able to increase the upside potential return, right? And we can do that by looking at the universe of investments and not just settling on the traditional cash, stock, and bond mix, Heather. I think for a lot of us, the idea of inflation, what's so intimidating is that we feel like there's nothing we can do about it. But as Abe was just pointing out, there are strategies that you can implement within your own plan that work to help protect you and your money for the years ahead. If you are wondering and worried about how inflation could affect what you've saved for your retirement, Abe and the team are here to help you get answers to those questions. And you can always learn more anytime by visiting retirementkeyradio.com. So let's talk about another area of our plan that we do feel like we have at least a bit more control over, and that's our legacy plan. Abe, moneytalksnews.com came up with a list of some ideas for how to leave a financial legacy for your loved ones. So I wanted to get your thoughts on this list, but also you had some ideas you wanted to share about your own legacy plan. So tell us about that. Sure, I do, Heather. You know, for those that legacy is important to, you know, if legacy is important to you, 
and uh, you believe you're here on this earth to live with purpose, but you also want to pass money on and you want to pass a legacy on, whether it's financially or just through memories or, you know, things that you have built that you can pass on, a few ways you can pass, you know, financial instruments on would be through real estate, okay. right? Whether it be your own or vacation homes, uh, you can do that through personal belongings. Maybe you have jewelry or art or just some precious, like, uh, you know, things that, yeah. Have, yeah, things that have been passed down through the family. Mm-hmm. You can also create IRAs and beneficiary IRAs for your loved ones so that you don't bounce the last check, right? But right. you pass on some money yeah. to your kids. You, you might not want to make them millionaires, but you might want to pass on something sure. to them. You can also designate your children and your other loved ones as beneficiaries on your retirement accounts, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, you could look at life insurance. Life insurance is a, a great way to pass on money that is pretty darn tax advantage. It's tax-free, hmm. federally income tax-free. Mm-hmm. So life insurance can be a great way to pass on money as well. You know, I believe that life is all about giving back, or right. at least it should be in my opinion. Right, and right. We believe the more you give, the more you get back in return. Sure. And so... Our legacy can last forever, though. You know, real estate and stocks and bonds, it may not last forever, but our legacy can. Right. So it all depends on what's important to you. For me personally, God has blessed me in all areas of my life. Mm -hmm. And I believe, and my wife Shelly and I believe, we're here for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And we believe we're all here to fulfill a purpose. And that might be different for you than it is for us. Mm -hmm. Personally, my brother and I didn't grow up with much financially, but that's what drives me every single day today. You know, we always had a roof over our heads, Heather. Yeah. We were raised in a Christian home with all the love and support a child could want mm-hmm. and need to be successful in life. But we grew up with modest means. And because of that, I want to make sure my family is taken care of to the utmost degree financially mm-hmm. when I pass away. And so I want to help my family create multi-generational wealth. Okay. And so whatever's important to you, whatever's important to you as a listener, you can do that. And what I would recommend is setting up a plan setting up a written retirement income plan, which includes a legacy plan, writing it down, living life with purpose, and then passing on whatever you want to pass on, Uh, whether it is financial assets, whether it is memories, whether it is just values, you know, that you stand for in life, you know, passing those on down to your children and grandchildren and great grandchildren, whatever that is, write it down, come up with a plan, stick to that plan, and then you can also pass that plan on to your loved ones. Find out more at retirementkeyradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish and BM number 770-3575.